0: another episode of the fly in the wall show man i'm so happy I made it this far i would never let fear hold me back ever again and i got a special guest it's about to be an amazing conversation
1: i got the legendary power move maker shaker it's about to be an amazing conversation man I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall But truly, I'm not small, I'm the flyest of all And this a meeting ground for the blessed and profound Now how talk show around, you better turn up your sound Cause if you wanna be great, you gotta learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes If you got what it takes, just give me a call I'm here They hear it all, it's the Fly on the Wall show
0: I'm back, I'm back, I'm back For another episode of the Fly on the Wall show. It's about to be another special episode. One, two, three. Back for another episode of the Flyin' the Wall Show. Man, I'm so nope. happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I have a special guest. This is about to be an amazing <laughs> conversation. I got the legendary power move maker. Shout out to everybody that's coming in. Amazing conversation. conversation. I got like a guy straight. DJ and Josh straight. One of the best truly, DJs and actors out there. You done, I'm eating ground for the blessed and
1: profound. I how this talks you around. You better turn up your s**t well, Two, three, all right. Back for
0: another episode of the Fly on the Wall show Man, I'm so happy I made it this far I would never let fear hold me back ever again And I got a special guest He's about to be an amazing yeah, conversation I got a legend, beautiful, beautiful, i bigger, than bigger, than It's and about to be and an amazing good, good, good. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall but no truly, i place
1: of
0: all. And this, is and this ring, my team, I see free. Shout free. Out this Shout the Yo. Man, you. Shout to Justin Ramello Yo, this far. If I would never let fear hold me back ever again. I a special guest. You know I have to rock the emerald green for my brother for I got this legendary power move, baby, shaker. The grand. It's about to be
1: an amazing conversation. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the, on the wall. wall But truly, I'm not small I'm the flyest of all And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound
0: <laughs> Now how to talk you around You better turn up yourself Run it back you know, just like that. <laughs> right, back for another episode of the Fly in the Wall show Man, I'm so happy you made it this far I would never let fear hold me back ever again And I got a special guest It's about to be an amazing conversation I got the legendary power move maker and
1: shaker It's about to be an amazing conversation man. I swear I hear it all like a flower on the, the wall. wall But truly, uh. I'm not small, I'm the place of all And this a meeting
0: ground for the blessing profile Damn. Now how this talk you around, you better turn up your set Two, three. Right, back for another episode of the Fly and the Wall show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. Man. Special <laughs> it's about to the intro ring off my <laughs> Legendary power move a Shout out to Justin Miller for the amazing, amazing intro. Shout out to my little all, man. Like flyer, But truly, I'm not for the small video, I'm not ball, And this, a meeting
1: ground for the blessing profound. how this talk show around. You
0: better turn up your sound. Truth. Three, and... Back for another episode of Flyin' the Wall Show, man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again, and I got a special guest. It's about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. It's about to be an amazing conversation. Man. I swear I hate it all like a fly on the wall, but truly, I'm not small, I'm the flyest of all. And this, a meeting ground for the blessed and profound. Now how this talk you around, you better turn up your... St- I'm back for another special episode of the Fly on the Wall show. Man, it's about to be an amazing episode, man. Today is episode 11 of season two. I'm blessed with the opportunity to finally speak to my brother, Wazi Shade, man. We were supposed to have this interview a while back, about a week ago, two weeks ago, but some things happened, you know, then he he was celebrating his birthday, so we had to reschedule the course, man, but it's about to be an amazing conversation, man. It's about to be an amazing conversation. Shade of Wazzy. <laughs> Yo, Wazzy, send me a request, my brother. I'll see you in here. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in, man. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in. It's about to be an amazing conversation.
1: Let's get it? Yo, yo, can you hear me? I can hear you, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. How are you doing? Bless him, bless him, bless man. That's beautiful to hear, man. Beautiful to hear, man. Nice to see you. It's nice to see you, bro. It's been a minute, right? Been a long time, long time, bro.
0: Well, I see you looking kind of godly, heavenly in the all white, dude. <laughs>
1: Nah, this is a pink jacket, actually.
0: Oh, yeah. man. Don't, don't mind me, bro. My eyesight. Don't mind me. It look, it look white from back here. Oh, Gucci, man. <laughs> oh, Gucci, man. Yes, sir. Wazzy, Wazzy. So for the people that don't know you, man, you know, I was telling the people earlier, man, you're one of the, in my opinion, one of the greatest, you know, lyricists of our generation. And I say that, you know, humbly speaking, man, like you're one of the, one of the lyricists that I really like listening to, bro. Your cadence and your flow is amazing. It's out of this world. For the people that don't know you, brother,
1: tell the people who you are and what it is that you do. Um, So for the people that don't know who I am, my name is Wazi, or Wazi Shade. People call me Shade. People call me Devin. That's my real name. But <laughs> I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I grew up in Miami Gardens, born and raised. Um, That's where I went to school at. And I met Javier at FAU. We connected through the different organizations that we were a part of. I'm um, always... Me personally, I always been just a good, humble dude, focused on my craft. Um, I've been passionate about hip hop, music, rapping, um, creating since I was young. And I finally got the opportunity to put myself in position to actually work on my craft day to day about twelfth grade where my grandpa bought me a mic. Um, so ever since then I've been pedal to the metal, just pushing forward and trying to make something of it.
0: Man, that's amazing. We're gonna I want to touch upon that, the story about the mic. But Mm -hmm. for people
1: that don't know Wazi, what does that
0: mean? Is that a different language? What does that stand for?
1: Um, Wazi means rebel in Swahili. And the reason why I chose that name is because um, at the time, in about 11th grade, uh, my close friend, Trayvon Martin, had died. I ain't going to say close friend, but we knew each other since middle school, like sixth grade. So we actually used to spend time together. and that was a part of the whole revolution of you know black people looking for liberation, looking for respect in america um and I really just wanted to grab a hold of that and what me and my friends came up with when we formed a little group was wazi, which means rebel in Swahili, so we wanted to be a rebellious type of group, which we still hold those ideals as to you know fighting against the system and things such as that, but it's a little more calmed down now, and I just gravitated towards the name wazi and then shade um it's just I grew up. A black boy in the neighborhood we used to roast so right. they said you like shade so it's like yeah i'm dark-skinned so i just kept that with me
0: rebel shade rebel black i like that i like that i like that Yeah, so you said that your grandfather gave you a microphone when you were 12 years old and it's been history ever since
1: yeah not 12 years old but um when i was in the 12th grade i'm so, sorry he was in the 12th grade i'm sorry yeah what he did was just give me 100 um he said do whatever you want to do with it and i was like bro i need a mic so i went to go on amazon look for the cheapest but most high quality production mic. And from there, um, I had a little small, like mini laptop. I downloaded something called Magic's Music Maker and I learned how to basically record myself, engineer my music, add effects, everything from scratch. Um, so I still have some of that engineering talent as well in me, even though I don't engineer, engineer anymore, but yeah, that's where it really where well I started in my grandma's house, in my little small room in a deep corner, you know, just um trying to make it happen.
0: That's amazing, that's amazing, that's amazing. So he gave you this mic. So your love for music, did it start at that point or did you always have a love for music?
1: Always had a love for music, really. Uh, my mom used to have like a a Tilt drop top Chevy and when she would drive me to school or drive me home from school, she used to play Lauren, she used to play pop. Um, she, we used to listen to Lil Wayne a lot, me and my cousins, my brothers, so um, I was just always around rap and music. And even in elementary, we beatboxing at the tables, we rapping like a couple of my homies still from this day that I met in elementary, we all still rapping and still pushing. But that's really where it all started. You could just see uh, the enthusiasm that music gave us as young kids. And it's something I never wanted to let go of. And when I really found out, you know, I could actually rap. I was a poet first. Um, I was a poet in like- I believe it. Yeah, so I was a poet in uh, middle school and even sometimes in high school. But I eventually gravitated towards rap uh, because I feel like music is such a like a universal love that can bring people together and it can help anybody's day. Even if I just help one person's day with my music or anything that I do, um, that's a successful day for me,
0: you know? Absolutely, 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 man. And like when I was saying before, you're one of the greatest lyricists of our time. I feel like, in my opinion, I know you're a very humble guy, but I, like your lyrics, your cadence... It's amazing, bro. Do you have any influences or people that you look up to that you kind of like maybe mirror their sound or maybe you kind of got an idea from them and kind of went into your own lane from there?
1: So, um, best way that I can answer that question, I took like different sounds, cadences, flows from different eras. So, as I said, um, I grew up listening to Lauryn Hill. I grew up listening to Little Wayne, T.I., um, Jeezy, Trick Daddy. Um, the list goes on and on about so many different influences, not only from the South Florida area, but beyond. So I never wanted my sound to be South Florida. Um, I wanted to, in a sense, be like a, I wanted to be a true rapper. Um, I was always in my mind, a conscious rapper, um, listening to those type of people spit and do what they do. So um, as I go grew up, started listening more to Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and Wale, um, people that actually, I could resonate not only with their music, but like what they're trying to deliver, what they're trying to deliver with their music. So those really are my influences there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Where are you from in Miami? Do you think it's a lot of, you know, rappers talking about the same thing that you're talking about? Or do you think that you kind of fall in a different line of people? I don't really know too many conscious rappers, at least in my opinion, coming from Florida, or at least South Florida, Miami.
1: Um, Miami, we got some people that are in my lane and some of my homeboys in a different lane, trap, mm-hmm. gangster rap. Yeah. Um, But one thing about it, like, we all support each other, and I'm going to go back to that, because we all support each other, whether... You know, you're doing your gangster rap, your trap music, your scam music, are you on your consciously? Are you just making smoking music, anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we all connect because we all have the same stories growing up. It's just the different paths we took in life as we got older. But um, it's definitely rappers that resonate with the same message I try to deliver with my music.
0: Absolutely. So you talked about telling a story, man. As far as musical, how important is it to tell your story as an artist?
1: Um, it's the way I express myself. So I'm not too big of a talker, I'm more of a listener. Mm -hmm. So when people hear my music, that's literally me giving my life away. You're gonna hear references towards my family, my grandmother, my mother, uh, my brothers, the people I grew up with, my homeboys that died or passed away. Um, You're gonna hear all of that reference to my music because I feel like that's the way I get it out of me. And it's something I give to the people, which which was scary at first, but as I grew with my music, it's like, this is how I express myself. And I say, you know, if people connect with it and it can resonate with what they got going on in their lives, um, so be it. That's what music is all about. Absolutely, and you say it was scary. What you mean by it was scary? Um, just to give my life to people through my it music. Is. People, if you listen to my music, you will understand a good amount of my life and what I do on a day-to-day basis or whatever, I, what I experienced, my experiences growing up. Um, so it was scary giving myself away because you have to be open. Um, you have to be vulnerable with your music. Um, and then you got to be open to the criticism. Yeah. After you put your blood, sweat, and tears into writing the song maybe for two three hours, going to the studio, recording for another two hours, and listening to your song over and over, and finally having the confidence to put it out there, yeah. now you got to be introduced to the criticism of people saying, you know what, that wasn't a good song. I feel like you should do that. So all of that I had to overcome just to even release my first song ever you Know,
0: yeah, that's amazing, bro. That's amazing, bro. There's always gonna be somebody out there that's gonna criticize you or feel away. That's the part, that's the name of the game, man. You know, it only, make, sure. only makes you better. Have you ever put something out that you thought was fire and people was like, nah, that's not it? That's not man. It.
1: I, man. Anything yeah. I put out, I thought was fire at the time. I can go back to some of my old music and call it trash myself. And my yeah. homeboys on the career, they'll call it trash. And like, if I show some of my homeboys, said, be like, yeah, that was pretty trash, I'm like, yeah, I know, so it's an agreeance, but. Man, as of right now, on a you know I'm humble, but if I have to flex a little little bit, the music oh, I yeah, put out now, bro, like it's pretty fire, dog. And I'm I think I'm really catching a wave, and I'm really getting into my prime with the music bag. So, um, if I put it out now, man, it's pretty. I'm pretty sure it's fire. People have the criticism, so be it. Uh, we could talk about it, we could discuss, and I'll come out with something even better as time goes on.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I know you humble, man. You're a very humble dude. In the music game, in the music industry, whatever you want to call it, do you feel like you have to have some type of arrogance? and like a part of your swagger, you have to have a type of arrogance, and do you feel like that's going to come over time with you, or are you always going to remain humble?
1: You definitely got to have some type of arrogance. Um, carry yourself with the confidence that product.
0: I can't hear you right now. I don't know if it's just me.
1: Man, somebody, somebody just called me, so I Okay, 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 okay. And come back it's, into it. Hopefully, okay. hopefully they don't call that. Um, <laughs> but you got to have some type of arrogance, some type of confidence yeah. to be able to walk into a room. Or even when you're in a studio, um, right. if you yeah. don't walk into the studio and record with confidence, it's going to find a final
0: It's all good. You got somebody blowing them up right now. It's probably DJ Khaled or somebody, man. Hold on, hold on. We going to wait. We going to wait. Come on, Khaled, man. He on the flying the wall show right now. Khaled, stop blowing his phone up. Khaled, You back. Hold on, I can't hear you, bro. Make sure your own um, headphones are connected. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gonna give him a few minutes, man. He got he got all the uh, executives blowing up his phone right now, man. Just just give just give Wazzy a few minutes. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in. Then I see a lot of familiar faces and familiar names. Shout out to all my brothers from Progressive Black Men Incorporated. tuning in right now. Bro, you got to tell Khaled, hold
1: on, man. You're going to call him back, man. You're going to call him back. Man, yeah. Usually when somebody calls me twice, I'm like, all right, I got to pick up. It might be important. But right. I just told him, I said, I'm doing an interview right now. You got to give me some time. All right, no problem. I think you were talking about the importance of uh, confidence when you're in the studio. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, if you ain't walking into the studio with confidence and your work and your product, when you step into that studio, delivering what you deliver with your energy, whatever that energy may be, I'm just going to reflect in your music. And people will come to you and say, yo, the energy wasn't there. You didn't sound like you really meant that. So just having that arrogance and that swagger and that confidence for the product that you wrote out and going to the studio with is more important than anything, first and foremost. But now, when you're promoting your music, you're sharing your music with people, you're stepping into different rooms or you're going on stage to perform your craft, you got to have that confidence, that arrogance to say, yo, they're here to see me and I got to deliver the best show possible or give them the best product possible.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's an amazing answer, brother. I know you mentioned, you know, energy earlier. How important is it for you like what's the feeling i'm sorry what's the feeling that you want to provide that your your listeners and your audience whenever they
1: turn on that new wazi shade or wazi queso man really it depends on the song you know if we got an upbeat crump song um we want you to feel good with that being able to turn up if it's something that's going to be really in tune deep into our feelings we want you to feel our soul our passion our pain within that music if it's something to vibe to, we want you to be in the vibe, something you can drive um, late, night, late night down 95 with and just coast. Um, so it really just depends on the song. But what we try to capture in that song is like we write with a visual in mind. You right. know? So when we're writing it, we say, hey, I can play this here. Or maybe I can do a video like this while I'm working on this. Or you know, when I'm writing a certain type of bar, that's exactly what I want you to think and visualize. So it's all about painting that picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember. Um, I remember a few years ago. I
0: feel like every time a few years ago, I used to come to like, you know, Man Look. Shout out to Man Look, Man Look headquarters. I used to always see you writing, writing, <laughs> writing, 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 writing. Like, how yeah. often are you writing? Are you writing something every day, every week? Like how often
1: do you think you you're writing back? Shoot. Um, when you used to come to the Man Look headquarters, it used to be every day because we, <laughs> we had the time like that to just you know walk right. around and write every day. But now, um, I've learned that. Writing every day doesn't put the best quality project or work out for me. So mm-hmm. I take my time when I write. I may sit on a beat for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. I might just wait until I'm in the right vibe and the element to actually write to something. Sometimes you're not in the mood to write music, and that's okay. Take Correct. your time, take a break, and then come back to it. Um, so as of right now, it's probably like every three days I'll write, jot down ideas. But you got to experience life as well. And it's hard to experience life. Um, with a panoramic going on outside. So (laughs) you just got to give yourself time for sure. Absolutely.
0: And I know early in the conversation, bro, you mentioned that, you know, we were able to, you know, connect at home in college. So Florida Atlantic University, did you go to college for music or what did you go to college for?
1: Man, I went to college for the experience, honestly. Um, Education was cool, um, but the experience, the connections, the growing as a person, that was the real important thing for me, just getting out of my grandma's house and being my own man and like having to worry about my own responsibilities. That's what I went to college for. And then um, education was just a part of that journey for me.
0: Oh, man, that's amazing. What was
1: one of your biggest takeaways from college, at least? my One of my biggest takeaways is that when it gets down and dirty, I know I'm going to make it happen for myself. Because I, I was down and dirty. I was down bad. And I was. it's either you give up or you keep pushing. And I learned... That I have the strength, the perseverance to just keep pushing with anything that I do, um, whether it's money related or school related or um, just dealing with everyday life when you're going to college and you're trying to figure things out for yourself as you're growing into your own. So just definitely just the make it happen attitude. I'm going to make it happen.
0: Nice, nice. Got to have that make it happen attitude. Um,
1: Let me ask ask you another question, man. Um, So are you a full time rapper now? No, nah, not yet. Uh, okay. Working towards it. I'm still okay. work. Got my nine to five. Still grinding right there. But most of my money is invested into my music and into my craft. Um, besides, like paying rent, you know, the bills got to get paid. Of but course. the rest of the money goes into my craft. I'm gonna just building my future. So um, soon come full time rapper, full time yeah, creator. It's coming. It's, it's coming real soon. It's coming real soon.
0: soon. Absolutely. How important is it for you for you as well as other artists to? you know, invest in themselves, put their money where their mouth is and invest their time, the energy, all that good stuff.
1: Man, it's the most important thing. Um, right. You got it. the quality of your music is going to be paid for, whether that's by you working on your own craft. And it's not even just a money investment. It's a time investment as well. Right. Um, right. If you're not investing into your time <laughs> and your money and really being dedicated to your craft, how are you supposed to grow? How are you supposed to perfect it? Um, so in order to master your craft it's going to take money it's going to take time especially if you want the best product possible Um, but also connecting with the best people for your product you know um, as a rapper I went to uh, many different studios and sometimes the sound is not what I want it to sound like so you got to cut bait with that and go on to the next person and you know we were blessed enough to just you know find a good studio for us um, just to work and be with somebody that's actually going to push us to. Put our best product out. Oh man, what's your what's your go-to studio if you can? Man, my boy Lorenzo, mixed by <laughs> Zo. Man, that that boy works amazing. Uh, we've been working with him for like three years now, and honestly, we've all gotten better over the time. And he knows our sound. He knows when we want to switch it up. Um, and he knows what we gotta deliver. Like he's gonna, he's the guy in the studio. Like we be rapping. If he felt like it sound good, he'd be like, Nah, you gotta do that over. I ain't feel it. And he's going to redo the tape and redo the tape and redo the tape until we get it right. So um, definitely rocking with Zoe on that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. you say we a lot. So for the people that don't know, you're also a part of a duo known as Wazi Queso. What kind of like segued into you joining forces with Queso, Jiggy Queso. Shout out to Jiggy Queso, another amazing artist out here, another great lyricist. I say you're one of the greatest lyricists of our generation, but he's up there too, man. I Mm -hmm. definitely have a little
1: different style. So... What made you guys join forces? Um, really, we was all, we connected through music first and foremost, um, just like a quick story. Yeah. Um, we met in one of my homeboy's dorms, um, and we just had like a freestyle battle, and that was the first time we really connected. And then we made it was like- a battle? It. it was a freestyle battle, yeah. It was a freestyle. Keso won. He a better <laughs> freestyler than me. <laughs> he you definitely are, a, better, can... he a better freestyler. So um, we made like this thing called Slide Studios, and that's where we used to record all of our music. So we had a couple songs here and there together, uh, but we didn't think about joining, combining our talents at the time, until um, we made this song called Soul Food. Um, it was a Jada Kiss beat, and from there, people liked it. And we are people already said, "Yo, when y'all combine y'all talents, y'all be amazing." So we was like, "You know what? Let's make a project together." And we was like, "We'll be we go name a project." I was like, "Shoot, my name Wazi, your name Keso, we can call it Wazzy Keso." And from there, we was like you know what, let's just be a group, bro, and do this thing together. we already brothers, um, and we connect. We really connect, and we really tight like that. So at that point, moving forward, it was Wazi Keso, and it's Wazi Queso forever. So Amazing. shout out to my brother, Jiggy.
0: Shout out to Jiggy Queso, man, another talented rapper, man, another talented rapper. So I know you mentioned, you know, joining forces and combining, you know, it's so interesting because, you know, as men, as black men, we have these things called ego, right? And mm-hmm. so sometimes we get competitive, How important is it to, like, put your egos aside and work together for the big goals at hand?
1: Um, It's very important because when we're able to put our egos aside, we're able to learn from each other Mm -hmm. and actually trust each other when um, we may have opposing opinions on a product or how this song should sound. But we're going to have that discussion and we're open enough with each other and we put our egos to the side to have those debates or have those conversations But at the end of the day, we know we're looking for the best product to put forward for what we want to do and what we're trying to accomplish. And um, we just want to, bro, when you want to see your brother win just as much as you do, like, you got to throw the ego out the door. Like, it's all about us. It's all about what we're putting out to the people. And honestly, man, he's helped me a lot lot of the time along the way. When I didn't have a car, um, he's the one that drove us to the studio, you know. When I have having money sometimes, he was the one that said, hey bro, I got you. Just come to the studio, we gonna work on this. And vice versa, you know, we just really look out for each other. And that's what really makes us Wazi so beyond music, beyond what everybody else sees, is that we really have each other back. So that's the most important thing.
0: That's beautiful, bro. It's deeper than rap, it's deeper than music. You know, relationships are very, very important, man. For sure. Very important. Speaking about relationships, brother, how important do you think, you know, networking is in relationships for you? You know, besides your your rap doing everything, how important is it for relationships in the music game as well as your personal life?
1: Um, networking is very important. And honestly, that's something I've been working on, getting more open, getting more involved with other people. And uh, I got to shout out my manager, Wood, because he's pushed that. Shout out to Wood. He's pushed that on us, uh, me and So to get out there and start networking and linking up with different producers and, getting features and really getting out of our element um so we can grow not only with ourselves but with other people so that networking piece um is very important because it allows us to just really develop our craft that much more and if nobody knows who who's you who you are bro you're not going to go far especially in a industry like this but attention
0: is key attention is key Mm -hmm. you know speaking about networking and getting out there I was talking to uh, Natalia the other day, shout out to Nat, and she was telling me that you guys stumbled upon, like, somebody who helped you guys with your music video, one of your recent music videos?
1: Yeah. Um, how, did that, how did that, how what was the story behind that? Shoot, Um once again, shout out to Wood. So Wood went to Mexico. Wood. Gotta have Wood. a band on
0: your team, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, Wood went to Mexico in, like, November or October, one of those times, and Wood, being the talker that he is, he just stumbled upon some guys that had video cameras, and he just started talking to them. And he was, they was like, yeah, we're based out in L.A., um, and then he showed them our work and things such as that, and they really, like, rock with our music. Um, so, you know, everything everything happens for a reason. It's so weird. Absolutely. Um, so when we were shooting one of our music videos in January, we was about to shoot it. We was a week away from shooting it, and they hit us up because we all got an IG group chat. And it was like, yo, we're about to be in Miami for a couple of days. We really want to link with y'all and, you know, help y'all with whatever y'all got going on. And we was like, well, actually, we're shooting this music video. We would love for y'all to be a part of the project. And I'm going to shout out Stefan Reese as well, because he was the original yeah. videographer. Yeah, he was the, he's the original videographer for the video. And he was just open to the idea of just working and connecting. So we all came together, and the video is going to look amazing. Um, we already had, like, our first rough edit of it and it already looks great and but just those connections and funny how life works that like they were going to be in Miami the same time we were shooting a video and they're cool like humble dudes they really support us and everything that we got going on um and it's vice versa so when you express love and you just carry yourself with love and positivity and you're really pushing your product and being genuine with it um that energy comes right back to you every time
0: absolutely bro you get you get what you put out bro you always get what you put out bro mm-hmm. that's an amazing story man the power of just talking you know what i'm saying so shout out to your manager for that you for know sure. putting you guys on and everything like that is very very important so yeah, i know you're talking about you know your video and everything and so one of the things i've noticed is that you've been you, you you're really involved <laughs> when it comes to the visuals so you're not just a rapper
1: yeah, I'm not just a rapper, well, man. I've seen
0: you've been in your creative director bag and, you know, directing some stuff or putting together like different concepts. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, man. So I've always had ideas in my mind. Um, yeah. Like I said earlier, when I write my music, typically I'm writing like it's a music video or something like that, or I could visualize it. And um, one of the things that helps me when I work out and I run on a treadmill, I just play songs sometimes, songs are, songs that I make, and it helps me come up with more visuals because my mind is just active. Um, But I really have, I really enjoy and have a passion for either coming up with the visual concept or being behind the camera or directing music videos or telling the director, this is what we're looking for with the shot or the vibe of the video. Um, And it's something I look to expand upon as I grow within this industry, um, where you're really going to see me directing music videos and being a video conceptualizer. Creative director behind the scenes because um, I feel like I have the eye for that.
0: Yeah, man, that's amazing. That's an amazing gift. So, being a a rapper, which, but you're one, like you're a storyteller. You're not just a rapper, you're a storyteller. So, how important is it, you know, being a storyteller as well as being able to be in control of your visuals at the
1: same time? How do those, like, combine? Meg, because you, first and foremost, you're going to have the first visual of what you put out there. Right. Um, When you're writing your music, Nobody else can connect to your music like you do, especially if you're writing really from your heart. Um, now it's about <clears> how do you want to express that? Right. And you don't want to be basic with your expression or anything like that. You want to be. You want to do something that can gravitate and catch the eyes of people. Um, so, for example, with my song uh, "Feel No Way," it came off of my last uh, tape that I put out. Um, the song was really about fighting your demons and becoming sometimes becoming no, numb to the pain that you have you know, faced as a kid or grown person growing up, um, but also fighting your demons. So when I was running on the treadmill that day, I was like, fight your demons, fight your demons. And I started to really develop a whole concept of what a video would look like, how scary can it get? Can it be haunting? Can it be exhilarating and actually grab the people's attention from the video? So that's what I really expressed with the video that I co-directed with Raw Deaf Digital. Um, And we put a lot of time and effort got dirty. Um, I had bruises on my body the (laughs) next day from it, but it was all just to put that product out.
0: Absolutely, man. I know you mentioned running on the treadmill. How important um, is exercise for you and everything with your whole total brand? I know you you just spoke on how it helps you get your thoughts together. Is exercise very important for you?
1: Exercising and working out is definitely important for me. It makes my body feel great. Um, I mean, that's – I think that ends the conversation right there. I don't feel like I would be productive if my body wasn't feeling great. Right. Um, so I have to put myself in position, whether it's running, I'm doing my cardio, working out, um, just to lighten the mood on my mind. It gets me away from the space of either being in my house or trying to do something else right. when I can just focus on building myself, building my confidence, building my body um, to a point where I wanted to get, be at and still continuing to um, push on that. Um, it just makes you feel better as a person for real. Nice, nice, nice. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Shout bro. out Josh Way. I see you, Josh Way. I see you, Forrest, Bob. I see all y'all in the comments. That's a Josh
0: Way. Shout out to everybody in here. A lot of our brothers in here. A lot of people joining in in and out. Shout out to everybody who's watching and will watch this conversation. Also, bro, I know earlier I said you was wearing the all white. My bad. It was it's pink. Is is that pink. What, salmon?
1: What do you call it? Salmon? Man, I don't even know what color pink it is. I think it's been in a wash and dry too much, so it lost some of its color. Okay. But. Okay, okay.
0: But nah, you always been a fly brother, man. I've be seeing you. I've been seeing your fashion bag, bro. I've been seeing you styling and dressing. But <laughs> how how important is fashion for you, especially because, you know what I'm saying, you got you I feel like when it comes to rappers, especially rappers like you coming from where you're coming from, you wanted to fly as one out of there. You're not your style's a little different. How mm-hmm. important is that, you know, for as far as you going and how you market yourself?
1: Um, it's a part of my brand. Um a yeah. lot of people say, yo, you should get into modeling. Um, you should be a stylist because um the way I want to present myself is what I'm going to wear. And I feel like
0: right.
1: how you look is how people are going to perceive you and how you perceive yourself. So I always wanna be fly. I always wanna try different things. Um, if I'm in a suit, I wanna look sharp and tight in my suit, ready to go look like I'm ad- either handling business or maybe I just wanna put on a suit to be fly. Um, and with any type of style I wear, um, I'm really into it. Like The more I grow, the more I understand Like I have a huge yeah. creative mindset right. that goes deeper beyond just rap and hip hop. Um, it goes into different type of color coordination I wanna put on my body. How does this product look on my skin? Um, how does this color look on my skin? Or, you know, how do I want the product to fit on my body as well? Um, so, you know, i talk to people and I just, I copy from a lot of different people. As I people watch
0: when yeah. I'm walking in
1: publics or I'm at a brunch or anything like that, I take different styles and say, how can I make this me? Um, and that's how I really developed my style. And then, you know, I was just taking pictures, bro. And then you take more and more pictures and you start to look good. And people say, hey, you should model. And here you have it, man. It's not something I planned to do, but it's something that I'm doing now because just the energy and the effort into it has put me in this position that I am right now.
0: Absolutely. From someone who used to always call themselves ugly, you sure take a lot of pictures now. Hey, man, you got to love yourself.
1: I want people to understand that, bro. Even though. You know, as a group, we call each other ugly. It's just a way to keep us humble. Right. But we do that out of love. Like people, if you don't understand us, like we call each other ugly out of love, um, because we know we're doing great things. We only say it when we're doing great things. It's like, hey, bro, you Boy, ugly buddy. as hell. <laughs> only when we're doing great things. It's funny. It's the funny thing, but it stands for you gotta love yourself at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I seen those fly shots you did. For... By the way, man, happy birthday! You just celebrated a birthday, man. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. How many many blessings. Now?
1: Uh, 26. I'm 26 years 26. old.
0: 26. Boy, you're ugly. Did I do it right? Yeah, you did it good. <laughs> you did it good. But nah, man, but nah, shout out shout
1: out to you, man. Happy birthday, man. I seen
0: the, speaking about photos, man, I seen the photo show you did.
1: I believe it was with our brother Don, right? Yeah, brother Don, man. That boy is a magician with the camera, I'm telling you. A
0: magician. How you feel when you're working with Don? I feel like Don be bringing out the best in everybody.
1: The thing that separates Don from a lot of people is that he's going to first and foremost, make you comfortable with the shoot.
0: Absolutely. But then
1: he's going to challenge you to do different types of poses or what he has in his mind. He say, hey, try this. All right, you should try that. Or maybe you should kick your leg up in the air. I'd be like, that's kind of crazy, but you know what? I'm gonna do it anyway. And then he just, his eye and his vision and what he got going on for himself and what he's trying to put out there is not your typical photo shoot. It's never going to be a typical photo shoot with him. It's something that's going to challenge you as a model or if you're just trying to do a photo shoot for a product, he's going to do it in a different way because that's how his mind works as well.
0: Absolutely. bro. I definitely think, you know, you know, the way you're going with like your, 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 st- your sense of style, you know, being in these different photo shoots and pushing yourself. I feel like that definitely makes you really, really marketable. You stand out. You really do stand out. Have you ever been told that, that. by other people that you stand out? Like <clears> you, you have a different, you have a certain look as well as
1: a sound. Um, people have told me I stand out, man. Um, you know, going back to me being so humble, I'm like, man, I'm just a normal dude out here just <laughs> doing what I do. Cause I that's what I think in my mind I'm doing. That's, I'm just doing right. what I love to do. Um, but if I'm standing out in other people's eyes, man, so be it. Um I'm gonna keep on pushing and doing what I do. Um and let the cards, you know, fall how they may. Absolutely. I
0: know I know you humble. Do you ever feel like you're too humble? I used to get told a lot that I was too humble and I I realized for a long time I was like, "Damn, I am kind of humble." Like, do you feel like you're, like, do you feel like you're too humble, or like, do you ever have a side where it's just like, "I'm gonna turn up and you gonna feel me"?
1: I definitely have that side in me, but I think my humbleness just comes from the way I grew up and like right. some of the experiences I had around me. Um, it was a lot of crazy just experiences, and I understand that you know life is so short. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the guy that's always boastful bashful absolutely things such as that i'd rather be the guy that people can actually be around mm-hmm. and they say you know what that's that's a cool ass dude at the end of the day he's not trying to he's not out here trying to show off i'm um, in front of different people he's always going to remain the same no matter what situation he's in um, because that's just how he is as a person instead of opposed to um the guy that's always looking to be the center of attention or anything like that so i think that's where my humbleness comes from just really just trying to be the best me I can. <laughs> That's what I know. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Man, um, at the beginning of this conversation, I remember you saying that you're from Miami, and, you know, one of your one of your friends was Trayvon Martin. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about that, like, that whole situation? I don't know if you talk about it a lot. I don't know if it makes you uncomfortable. But, you know, being a black man in America can be hard. You know, how do you feel about, like, do you feel like we've progressed since that whole incident, or do you feel like we... We're not really making
1: any, you know, strides. Um, We have certainly made strides as, you know, Black people in America. Um, But one thing I always, my mom told me this. We was having a conversation, like a very deep conversation about Black people in America. And one thing she said was, um, Black people aren't in their natural habitat. This is Mm -hmm. not the lands that we grew up on. It was the lands that we were forced to grow up on. Um, And when she said that, it really made me think, like, we're just, We're here thriving and surviving based off of necessity and based off of being forced into the situation. Um, And you can see the world revolves around our culture. Um, But for a, a system that has really did everything in their power to keep black people down, I don't see it. I see us making improvements, but I don't see us really getting what we need from America because America was not built for us. It was built to be against us, um, so we we'll have to take a whole system flip that we may that we're not going to see in our generation, probably not the next generation because you have to battle 400 years of systematic oppression um, against our bodies, against our education in the medical field and investments in the financial industry, the housing industry. You have to battle 400 years of that, flip it, and then come back and start building our own communities, which we have, but. Every Absolutely. time we have our own community, they always try to shut it down. They'll do a massacre. They'll burn it out. They'll um, just make us, try to make us inferior to the power that they're trying to maintain. Um, and going back to Trayvon, um, I remember the first place where I was, when my homeboy told me, I was at football practice. He was oh. like, yo, um, Trayvon died. And mind you, we knew he died a month before the world knew he died. Mm-hmm. You know, So we was just thinking... Like, how did he die? Where did he die at? Did he get shot? Things such as that. And then when you really start to see the story come out, it's like, whoa. Now he's a national face. The same guy I used to be in one of my homeboys crib with in sixth grade is a national face of a Black Lives Matter movement. And (laughs) it's crazy to think about, but, you know, that could have been me. Literally, that could have been me. So it really makes you... Right right now. Yeah, I got a hoodie on. I used to have this hoodie. I cut it up a little bit. I still have it in my dresser. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a situation that really makes you think about, you know, where, where we stand as um, black men in America, especially being from the same neighborhood as him um, and being the same age as well. Our birthdays are not that far apart. Like, I told that man happy birthday. Mm-hmm. So, and then boom. You feel me? Yeah, man. So,
0: you know, rest in peace to Trayvon Martin, all the lives mm-hmm. that were, you know, unjustly taken man, you know, coming from Miami, being a black man, you know, it could be hard. It could be a lot of pain. How do you, how do you like deal with that pain? How do you cope with that pain?
1: Through the music, man. Uh, Through the music, first and foremost, but um, as I've grown as an individual as well, um, I've been able to express myself more to others around me. Um, So I've been able to express myself to my mama and my grandma more. It was nothing that they did that didn't that hindered me from talking to them. Yeah. It was just me growing up as a person and saying, yo, I really need to get this out and try to start to understand myself as a person. Yeah. Um, and that also led to me reconnecting with my father, talking to him more, reconnecting with my sisters and things such as that. So I became way much more of an open person as I've grown. And honestly, man, when you sometimes when you go through that pain, go through that struggle, you just need somebody to talk to at the end of the day. Yeah. And you, when you talk to people that you trust, and then it comes back and really helps you build it yourself as a person, um, you're more open to doing it again and again and again.
0: That's an amazing answer, bro. Communication is very important. You know, as human beings, we need communication. You know, sometimes we tend to isolate ourselves and we think that's the best thing to do, but that could be really detrimental because now you're just alone with your thoughts and sometimes your thoughts
1: sure. are not the best thoughts. hmm Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Um,
1: Do you cry? Man... When is the last time I cried, man? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. I can't remember the last time I cried, but it had to be within the last two years, two and or three years. I remember. I remember not
0: crying a lot, and I feel like now I do. I cry a lot. Like, do you feel like it's like I know, I know, you know, as a black man, you know, we're we're taught to like hold back our tears, and it makes us tough and all those things. Do you think it's the best thing not to cry, or do you think? Do you look at you know crying as weakness, or is, this, is there a reason why you don't cry, or you just there's nothing to cry about?
1: Um, I don't look at crying as a weakness. Like when people say, "Yo, I just need to cry right i be like, "Cry it out, man! Cry that shit out, But Really express yourself through crying." Um, why I haven't cried in a while? Maybe because the situation hasn't presented itself for me to cry. Um, so that's really, I don't see it as a weakness for anybody, man. It's just a, it's another form of expression, getting it out of you. And if you need to cry to release some of that energy, release some of that grief, that pain, do it. 100% do it. And I support you 100% away. I'll be in your corner. I'll comfort you when needed. Any way you need to express yourself and that could be healthy for you um, and not detrimental to your body or your physical or your mental state, I totally 100% do it for sure.
0: you know, other than music, who does Wazzy turn to when, like, you know, when he's feeling sad or feeling down? Like, like
1: who do you turn to? Shoot, my mama, my grandma, my auntie—those are the three women that raised me, um, and my sisters too. Because I don't know, just talking to them is easy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just. Talking easy. To women always, is easier sometimes I'm telling you, I'm telling yeah. you, talking to them That's is cute. easy, and they always got the right thing to say they just always make you feel comfortable and you know it's going to be okay at the end of the day so I just talk to my sisters uh, my mom my grandma my auntie more than anybody when it comes to issues I'm dealing with
0: absolutely absolutely that's amazing women having a strong woman in your life is very important you know um, a lot of people man a lot of people want to know Wazi I don't want to
1: go there but you still single my brother (laughs) (laughs) brother. (laughs) yeah I'm single man I'm, I'm single as you can be. I'm yeah. single
0: for sure. Single by choice? I, was, buddy.
1: <laughs> um, I don't, bro. You're a poet, man. I know the ladies love Wazzy, man. We're, we're not going to get it. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I laugh because somebody just sent me a text and I was looking and I just started laughing. Then you asked that question. But no, nah, I'm single. Um, Is it oh, by man. choice? I'm not out here searching. I'm not out here searching for love. If it comes to me, it comes to me. But, you know, my focuses are in different places. And if you are going to be in my life, you got to understand, like, the career are the passions I'm pushing for. And if you can support that and be in my corner, um, that's a step in the right direction. If you can't do that, I'm, you can't be around me. You. you just can't. You can't be around
0: me. Hey, shout to just you. But nah, bro. Self-love is what? the best love. Self-love is the best love. Self-love is the best love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but us, um, but let <laughs> me so stop, man. But one of the questions, <laughs> like he bless you right now. One of the no,
1: I'm laughing, bro. <laughs> this man ain't killing me right now, bro. What he, ahead, what, what he said, what you said, uh, nah, he's it's something else, bro. But go absolutely, ahead, absolutely,
0: absolutely, absolutely. But one of the questions that I like to ask all my guests that come on the show is the definition of success. I know the definition of success definitely changes, it varies depending on you know the area that you are in life and the space that you are. What does success mean to you?
1: Success is, first and foremost, being happy with what progression you're making in your life and the future that you had destined for yourself. Um, I feel like we have certain goals that we're looking to achieve as we continue our journey. But success is going to change five years from now for me. It's not going to be the same as a 26-year-old as opposed to a... I don't even want to say that age because that sounds crazy. Um, So I'm not (laughs) going to say that age. But... One person, a person, told me like a oh, he told me he was like sixty. He was like, "Yo, your passions at twenty are not going to be the same passions you have at fifty. So you're going to go through motions where the things you did at twenty or twenty five or twenty six that doesn't make you happy anymore. So your success evolves as you grow older, and your parameters are the certain goals that you have for success are going to evolve as well." so you just really have to continuously search for yourself reinvent yourself and um really get connected to those different successes throughout life it's not one linear success absolutely um, it's going to be a lot of successes in life so that's what really is success means to me your overall happiness as you continue to continue to evolve and grow as a person
0: absolutely happiness is key man and growth man. growth is very important man you can't you can't stay the same you can't expect for you know 18 18 year old Wazi to be the same as 26 year old Wazi. i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. it's been a level of progression a level of growth
1: right
0: absolutely absolutely man and um where do you see yourself in the next three to five i know you don't want to think about five years you said you don't want to say that age but where do you see yourself (laughs) in the next three to five years or where do you hope to be or where do you what is the life that you want to create for yourself in the next three to five years i should
1: say man um i want to be making successful music with my brothers, put my family in a position to succeed in the businesses that they have for themselves. And that includes my brothers as well. Um, touring, um, influencing a lot of millions and different millions of lives, um, with my music and making people make the right decision for themselves. Um, and being inspired or motivated by what I got going on. Um, one of my huge goals for myself, it may not be five years down the line, but something I definitely want to achieve is, um, Opening up a urban youth center for black kids in the hood that they can go and express themselves um, creatively, whether it's dancing, um, being in a studio, engineering, uh, painting, drawing. Anything that they want to do in a creative realm that's going to take them away from being in the streets or doing something that they're not supposed to be doing, um, I want to open up a creative youth center for that. So that's one of my major goals. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. That's some big goals, and that's some nice goals. It's very
0: doable. It's already done. I hope you're writing it down. Writing it down. I know you're going to execute it. I know you're going to execute it. For sure. Absolutely. It takes me back to when I asked you. I used to ask you, what's your dream? What's your dream? I always probably think I was crazy. Me. I was like, Javier calling me again? I already
1: know what it's about. Girl,
0: <laughs> like, I know it's random, but what's your dream? Nah, man. For sure, I man. I appreciate I that. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, bro. I believe in everything that you're doing, bro. Man, you know, I can't I can't have you come on the show without spitting something, bro. I need you. To sp- if, I'm not going to say I need you. Is it possible that you could spit something? I don't want to say I'm demanding you. Can you please bless the people with something in some bars? It don't got to be nothing new. If it is something new, that would be amazing. But it's a little something, something from the mind of Yeah,
1: more. man. I, I'll spit for the people. Absolutely. Y'all ready? The people here? Javier, you ready? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, man. Money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and says, <laughs> great interview. All right. Money, not the motive, but motivation of money. Cast about the greatest you saying who about to run it? Why you saying I can't do it? Uh, you ain't never done it. Becoming the things I hate get you blasted out of my circumference. That's that down south. Murder garden set up in my bones. If a nigga disrespect, on his head like a comb or a toupee. Don't really care what you say. Homie, out here watching just the hate I call it Blu ray. Spell my name with two A's. Aerodynamic man, it ain't an accident. What I be spitting, adamant. Hip-hop, I can't abandon it. No grip, it's hard to manage it. Shine like a medallion, shooting like a battalion. Need a mend a stallion to kill my knees. And if I tell you that it's up, then you better believe it. I've been conceiving, just conceiving all my blessings with my brothers, no competing, making opposition sweat. Like somebody, just let the heat in. Who can flow with the best? Why's he coming at your chest? With the team like it's Mitchell and Ness. Get to shooting like a camera if you posing a threat. Cut
0: the beat. I've been giving pressure. I need me a rest. Man, that was fire, bro. That was fire. That was fire. I, I didn't expect nothing less. That was fire. That was fire. Appreciate that, man. That was fire. That was fire, bro. And man, I just want to say, you know, well, f- first of all, I just want to give you roses, man. You know, I was really excited to do this interview. I'm sorry that we had to reschedule. It's you know, all good times man. and everything, but I really wanted to do this interview because one one of the things that I really admire about you, bro, is that you're you're very talented for one, right? You're very humble and you're very supportive. There's nothing that I've ever done in my, you know, all the different ventures that I've done, whether it was, you know, selling do rags or selling food or, you know, throwing a party, asking you last minute to come be a part of an event, you know, trying mm-hmm. to murder mystery dinner with Jazzy Jeff, you know, you always, you know, you always supported and you always held it down. You always for sure. you know, invested in me brother. And so, I just want to, you know, I'm building this platform. I wanted to take the time to give you your roses, you know, and celebrate you, you know what I'm saying? You are one of the most humblest and amazing souls that I know, you know what I'm saying? One of the dopest rappers, not rappers, one of the dopest creators and artists out out of South Florida, brother. And I can't wait to see you continue to elevate and rise and shine and change the world, bro. And so thank you so much for, you know, being my special guest today. I'm glad to be able to, you know, share time and space with you, bro. Thank you so much.
1: Amen. Thank you. I really appreciate those words, bro. It means a lot to me. And you know how I feel about you, man. Um, The grind that you've been doing, everything that you've been doing. You know, we don't talk much, but I always, we always keeping tabs on each other and what each other is doing. And I want to let you know that I'm motivated by your successes, but not only that, your grind, your dedication, your motivation, your persistence um, to continue in the path that you are going in, bro. It's all love at the end of the day. You know it. Absolutely, bro. We're gonna see each other
0: top, that's for sure. I already know you're gonna dominate the entire music game and wherever industry that you decide to, you know, insert yourself, you're gonna be you're gonna be the best. It's already done, it's already written, it's already done, time has gotta catch up, right? And so brother, thank you for being the eleventh episode of season two of the Flying the Wall show. It was a pleasure, bro. Thank you, bro.
1: Y'all have a good day in the comments. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful life, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When y'all see me, man, just connect. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know who I
0: he think. is. Just hang out, man. Deuces. Truly. Shout out my brother, love. For sure. You know, shout out to everybody that was tuning in today. I really appreciate you guys. That was my brother Wazzy. Wazi Wazzy Wazzy, man. Wazzy Shade of Wazzy Queso. Make sure y'all check out everything that he's doing. Follow him at Wazzy Shade. And make sure y'all check out Wazi Queso as well. His partner Jiggy Queso, another great talented artist out of South Florida. You know what I'm saying? Guys, there's been another episode, man. It's it's getting better and better, man. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in, man. Shout out to everybody that is supporting the show so far, man, the fly on the wall. It's episode eleven, man. Season two. Last season I only had I was able to do ten episodes. I'm already eleven episodes in the new year. It's amazing. It's only get better and better and better and better, man. You know, it's the Fly on the Wall show. with that being said, you know I gotta do it. You know I gotta do it. I
1: gotta
0: do it. That is too bad, man. Appreciate you for sticking with me, man. Absolutely, man. That's the Final Wash Show. And this episode was sponsored by. Go to the brand man if you want to be a sponsor man hit me up in the dms man hit me up in the dms and if you like what i'm doing man click the link in my bio support 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 that's all i ask i'm trying to get you the best conversations man to help you stay inspired help you chase the (laughs) green dreams help you chase your dreams that they can create man it's all about creating life is about creating man and it's possible it's possible it's very possible man we have so many people that have come on the platform, whether they're already successful in their careers or they're chasing their dream, man. I'm showing you every every level of success and letting you know that it is possible. So if you like what I'm doing, click and look at my bio, man. That's food for thought, man. That's flying the wall show. Peace.